Hello there. This is Eric Sinrod with Jonathan Armstrong, your dynamic duo from Tech Law 10, bringing you your weekly podcast on all things tech slash law. And we were talking to you recently about uh, revenge porn sites, of all things. And Jonathan, I know right now you're over in Asia, and it occurs to me you might have some further things to add uh, uh, in this area uh, based on what's going on over there. I do, yes, and th uh, thank you, Eric. First of all, let me apologize for the poor call quality. I know one of our most loyal listeners has told us that the, uh, the quality of the calls has been deteriorating, for which we apologize. We are investigating that. I've got a little bit of an excuse at the moment because I'm in uh, Vietnam where the reception does uh, drop and, uh, and, uh, and go back a little. But I'll tell you what I have been thinking about, Eric, um, and it does follow the same theme. Um, obviously, China's uh, just over the border here, and there have been a spate recently of revenge mistress attacks that have led to some very high-profile cases. So what's this about? It's relatively common, it seems, for well-known party leaders in some of the uh, provinces and cities of China to keep a number of women, almost like an old-fashioned harem, where they might have the wife and the concubine. And in some cases, of course, it's a way of having more than the one-child family, if you have multiple families. And what we've seen, it seems, is that as the new Chinese regime have tried to clean up on the lives of these uh, particular um, provincial heads, they've been trying to clean up their home lives as well. But that hasn't gone down too well with some of these mistresses who have used the internet to expose in magnificent detail the corruption that their former uh, sugar daddy had engaged in. And, and it seems that we're um, almost in, in these worlds connecting, if you like, the new world of technology with the old world of corruption. You know, this is a time when we've recently seen the U.S. authorities give a whistleblower $14 million for blowing the whistle on corruption. At the same time, it seems that we're also getting uh, mistresses blow the whistle simply for revenge. And of course, technology makes that much easier, both in terms of collecting evidence. You know, you no longer need sophisticated recording devices, just an iPhone to record Sugar Daddy talking about the money he's got and where he's got it from. And that's very simple to upload to YouTube or the local equivalent to expose him and ensure that there's a magnificent, uh, in your eyes, fall from grace. And uh, I was wondering, Eric, I know we talked about uh, revenge porn last time, is this a purely Asian phenomena or do you think this is something that we're likely to see over there in the U.S. as well? <laughs> Well, that's a good question. I have to confess, I, I don't have expertise personally in this realm. Um, I, I'm not aware of revenge mistress sites uh, popping up too much in the United States, but frankly, nothing would shock me. I mean, the Internet is now this vast ocean with many drops in it, and people can post practically anything. And, you know, if a, a mistress feels disgruntled by her keeper, if you want to call him that, 
uh, it certainly could go online, and it, it certainly wouldn't be necessarily confined, confined to Asia. It could, it could happen here if it's not happened here already. Um, one thing I'll point out, and you know, just to be clear, when we were talking about revenge porn sites last time, we were referring to the unfortunate practice by former lovers, boyfriends, and husbands of posting nude and sexual photos and videos of women with whom they'd previously been intimate. And one development, which I'm not sure we touched on, because the question I was raising was whether this would be criminalized at some point, uh, and it's now starting to happen at the state, at the state level. Um, our governor, California Governor Jerry Brown, just signed a unique law that criminalizes revenge porn, that practice I just referred to. And this new law makes it a misdemeanor for individuals to take and then circulate without consent uh, these images online with the intent to uh, harass or annoy. And a conviction for a violation is punishable by up to six months in jail, so you can have jail time, and a $1,000 fine for the first offense. And the law is already effective. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, some people think this is a great development. Some think it, it, it's not enough because there has to be a relatively high level of intent proven the intent to cause serious emotional distress, um, and you know, as a matter of criminal law, you have to prove that beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, so that's a development happening here. Like I said, I'm not sure that we have these revenge mistress sites. Uh, I'm not sure that we have the same level of mistress keeping that you described on sort of a formalized basis here in the United States. But but studies do show there's quite a lot of adultery. Um, and I would think that uh, lovers who are not happy, you know, those who are cheating with spouses from a marriage, uh, you know, whether they're being kept as a mistress or not, certainly could go online and, and voice their uh, opinions, their unhappy opinions. I hope I've addressed your, your question. I, I might have gone on too long here. No, it might be where Asia leads, then the U.S. follows this time. <laughs> Do you have any advice? <laughs> Do you have any advice for people engaged in such activities, Jonathan? I mean, I think uh, I think the simple advice is, isn't it, is um, uh, you know, don't do bad things. Don't do bad things either with with mistresses or with taking uh, bundles of cash from people for political favour. And um, and if you can't stop doing both of them together, at least try and uh, try and remove one of them. <laughs> exactly. All right, on that note, well, I, well, I know it's pushing midnight your time over there across the Pacific, so we'll, we'll let you go. Uh, this, this has been our, our weekly Tech Law 10. Thank you again for joining us. Please feel free to provide ideas for us in terms of future podcasts. Uh, we are on the Internet legitimately. Uh, you can find me at ejsinrod at duanemorris.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and we always love to have Jonathan close because he's the funny one in the group. Go ahead, Jonathan. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I'm uh, uh, JP uh, Armstrong at DwayneMorris.com. If you're in Vietnam, do call in to the New York State Bar meeting uh, where I'm at. If not, then please do um, keep sending us your ideas, uh, post messages on our LinkedIn group. Uh, we're always uh, really glad to hear from you, even if it is just to tell us to improve the call quality. We will learn from these things. And uh, thanks ever so much for uh, listening. Shishi, and uh, goodbye. <laughs>